a most peculiar faux test drive. A couple weeks ago, there was some commotion in the dark corners of the internet I frequent regarding a Tesla Model S review published by the New York Times. The review was not favorable, and some rich white dude at Tesla Motors got bent out of shape as a result, as rich white dudes do. Tesla makes one car, the Model S. It's an all-electric sedan that gets about 250 miles per charge. It has no tailpipe and very few moving parts. I'm not a car guy, but even I am into this car, and I mean that in the grossest way possible. The Model S starts out at $53,000 and goes up to about $100,000 if you fully trick it out with all the options, like a high-definition backup camera, and convenience lighting, and removable parcel shelf. And let's be honest, you're going to want to trick it out. I mean, what are you going to do, backup in standard definition with inconvenience lighting and put your parcels on an immovable shelf? Come on here. Obviously, I could never afford a Model S, but Tesla doesn't know that, and in this post-New York Times review world, they are desperate for sales. So I figured now would be a good time to try and test drive one. So, last week, after putting on my nice Chuck Taylors, my skinniest jeans, a nice plaid shirt, and, most importantly, my Google-branded hoodie, I headed over to the Tesla dealership in Chelsea. I dressed nicer for this faux test drive than I've dressed for most job interviews. I had my cover story all planned out for whatever snake oil salesman Tesla had waiting. If he asked, I was a project manager for Google who was working on something that I'm not really allowed to talk about. Nice and vague. Google's New York office is about five blocks from the Tesla dealership, so it was reasonable I was taking a break from work to test drive an outrageously expensive electric car. As it turns out, Tesla doesn't deal in snake oil any more than it deals in actual oil. Instead of a smarmy middle-aged dude in a suit, when I walked in the door I was greeted by a girl in her early 20s wearing a Tesla hoodie. Okay, she's just here for looks, I thought. She had an alternative vibe, glasses with a lot of crunchy jewelry. She was cute, but the real salesman must be right around the... Hmm, no, she's the only one here. Hi, I'm Brisena. Do you have any questions about the Model S? She asked. Yes, yes I do. I knew a lot about the Model S, but what about OTA updates, and battery replacement, and tax incentives, and the removable parcel shelf, and, and, and? Hard as I tried, I could not stump her. Cute and well-studied, Tesla knows their target demographic well. Nerdy dudes with a lot of money who like smart girls. You want to sit down and I'll show you how everything works? Yes, yes I would like that, actually. The first thing you notice when you sit down in the driver's seat of a Model S is the gigantic 17-inch touchscreen that dominates the console. There are no knobs or dials or levers, everything is controlled electronically. This seems excessive, even by rich people's standards. Not being a rich person myself, however, for all I know, this sort of thing is standard. When you put your hands on the steering wheel, you can practically hear your wallet screaming in fear. Brissena informed me that the steering column was laid out just like a Mercedes, at which point I nodded my head, attempting to convey, Of course, I drive Mercedeses all the time. Mercedeses, that's the plural of Mercedes, right? I mean, of course it is. I own many Mercedeses. You want to put down a deposit and take it for a test drive? Yes. Yes, I want that. 
$5,000 and one signature on some paperwork stating you break it, you buy it later, and I had the keys to a Model S. Don't fuck this up, Rafferty. We walked out onto 25th Street and hopped into the Model S. Brisena explained to me that the Model S has a fixed gear ratio of 9.73 to 1, which I'm sure means something to someone, but meant nothing to me. As I buckled up and adjusted the mirrors like I was taking my driver's license test, Brisena set the GPS to 96th Street and we were off. Around 60th Street, traffic opened up on the West Side Highway and I put my foot down. Holy crap. So that's what a fixed gear ratio of 9.73 to 1 means. You see, there is no transmission in the Model S. There's one gear and it goes from zero all the way to 130 miles per hour. You put your foot on the gap on the accelerator and the car just goes. Crazy. While I was focusing on not crashing the $100,000 car I was driving at 70 miles per hour on the West Side Highway, Brisena was monkeying around with the touchscreen, adjusting the steering sensitivity, raising and lowering the suspension, watching cat videos on YouTube. Free 3G web browsing included. If Tesla's post-New York Times business model was getting test drivers to crash their cars, it was working. Fortunately, after an entirely too short drive up and down Manhattan, I managed to return the Model S to 25th Street unscathed. I told Brisena I'd be in touch and headed back to Google. And by headed back to Google, I meant Googled how to cancel charges on a credit card. The Model S is clearly the way forward. Electric cars are awesome. It's obvious that's how all cars are going to be in the future. It's the difference between a normal cell phone and an iPhone. After you see an iPhone, it's just like, duh, this is how all phones should be. As William Gibson said, the future is already here. It's just not evenly distributed. Yes, $53,000 is expensive, but that does not seem like an unreasonable price to pay for an American-made car which never needs its spark plugs replaced, its oil changed, its timing belt, uh, timed and costs about three cents per mile to charge. Oh, and it includes a removable shelf for your parcels for only $250.